Welcome to Elite Golf. I am Andrew Storm. I'm a golf coach based out of Omaha, Nebraska at Shadow Ridge Country Club. It is my passion to help you learn and understand any new tips or strategies that'll help you get just a little bit better. Listen to this segment and try and find just one thing, even one thing that will help you get a little bit better today. Today, my topic is going to be uh, short game shots around the greens, chipping, pitching, and specifically, I want to focus on uh, how to read your lie properly. I think that this tends to get overlooked a lot, and people don't take their time and observe their lie and learn from it. So if we're around the green and the ball is sitting in the rough, in the taller grass, some things that you want to look at when you get up to your ball. Number one, is the is the the grain of the grass, is it growing towards your target or is it growing away from your target? Is it growing into you? That's going to make a big difference in how you want to play the shot. Also, is the ball sitting up on top of the grass or is it sitting way down? These things will dictate how you want to play the shot. If it's in the fairway, is the fairway grass growing into you or is it down? Sometimes, generally speaking, around here in Omaha, Nebraska, where I'm from, the bent grass is, is, is cut pretty tight. So it doesn't make a big difference off of fairway, but sometimes it's a little bit longer. And if it's growing into you, it can make a big difference. And that club can snag when you come through. And if you hit just a hair behind it, it can cause you to hit it really fat and the ball goes nowhere. So those are just some important things to pay attention to. You know, also is the ball above your feet or is it below your feet? Are you on an uphill lie or downhill lie? So we want to make sure that we take these things into account. And now I want to just talk about what do you do off of some of these lies? If you if you're let's just say you're in the rough and the grass is growing against you. So the grass is growing away from the target. And it's pretty pretty thick rough. Well, in that in that particular case, depending on if the ball is sitting way down or on top of the grass, you definitely, you still, you're going to want to add in a little bit. You're going to want to hit the ball a little, or yeah, hit the ball a little bit with a little bit more speed than you would if it were just a normal lie. So to me, if the ball is just sitting, let's just say not super down or not on top of the grass, but just kind of just sitting normal into the grain, I like to imagine in that situation, just hitting it a little bit harder. I just say to myself, okay, it's into the grain. I got to swing a little bit faster, a little bit bigger swing. Maybe not faster, but a little bit bigger for sure. Make a little bigger motion. And now if the grass is growing with me, well, I know this thing's going to come out pretty good. So I have to take that into account. I might not take as big of a swing because I know that it's just going to swipe the when the the club catches the grass it's just, just going to swing right down through it it's not going to the 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 grass isn't going to catch the club at all and slow it down <clears throat> now let's just go over what do we do if the if the ball is nestled way down in the grass if it's sitting way down in that situation what do we want to do well if the ball is sitting down 
then we need to create some steepness in our swing. We need that club to get down into the grass really sharp. And the reason we need that to happen is so that it can get down in there and cut into that grass. If we come in too shallow, we're not even going to get the ball out of that out of that lie. So when the ball is sitting down underneath the grass, sitting way down, we've got to get that club working very vertical. The club's got to go straight up in the air and straight down on the ball. A couple things you can do in your setup to help you do that is choke way down on the club. Just simply by choking down, that's going to help you get that club working straight up and down. Also, you can make sure that you really try to lean your weight into your front foot. If you can really lean your weight into that front foot, that also is going to help you steepen that angle of the club. So right there's a couple things that you can do if the ball is sitting in a really bad lie, really sitting down in the grass. Lean your weight into the front foot, really choke down the club. Now, if the ball is sitting on the opposite, if the ball is sitting up on the grass, well, then I got to approach it the opposite. I've got to get this club swinging very, very shallow. So what does that mean? That means I want to keep the club fairly low to the ground and just swing it around my body. I don't want to get this club picking up in the air and coming down. It's just going to sweep right off the top of the grass, and I'm just going to keep my club low to the ground as I swing back and low to the ground as I swing through. So what about now, what do we do if the ball is above our feet or below our feet? Well, if the ball is above your feet, naturally, the club is going to want to swing more around your body. And so you just have to keep that in, in your understanding, right? You just have to know, okay, this club is, going to, is naturally going to want to swing more around me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure that if, I, if my lie is sitting on top of the grass, then that's a good thing. I'll just let it just swing right around my body. I'll keep it really shallow. I can choke down just a little bit on the club because the, the ball is a little bit closer to me. If the ball's sitting down, well, then I need to make sure, really make sure I choke down and I need to make sure I create a little bit of steepness. If the ball's below my feet, it's naturally going to want to, the club's naturally going to want to swing more up and down. So I just have to keep that into account and just know that. And, and then I can read my lie. Is the ball sitting up? Is it sitting down? Or is it pretty, pretty standard, kind of sitting in the middle somewhere? Now, if you've got a lie where the ball is maybe sitting on a downslope, you've got a downhill lie to the green, and you're chipping maybe just from 10 or 15 yards off the green. Just one really important key that you want to make sure you keep in mind is you want to get your shoulders tilted down with the slope. That's so important. If you can imagine hitting that shot, you've got to tilt your shoulders down with the slope. Always tilt your shoulders with the slope. If you're on an uphill lie, you also just want to make sure you tilt your shoulders a little bit with the slope. Now, when you do that, you don't want to lean your weight way into your back foot. We still want to make sure that we keep our weight maybe just slightly more towards the front foot. Because if we keep our if we get our weight on our back foot and we tilt with the slope, well then we're just going to hit behind the ball. 
but something to keep in mind. Always tilt your shoulders with the slope. Now, some things we've covered so far. We've talked about different lies, right? We've talked about if the ball's sitting up or sitting down. We've talked about if the grain is growing with us or against us, a downhill lie, uphill lie, or a sidehill lie. Now, just real briefly for a moment, I want to talk about uh, what shot should you use around the green? If you're in the fairway, and you've got 10 yards in front of you and then the green starts, and then the flag is about another 10 yards on the green. Assuming there isn't some big slope on the green, you're probably not gonna wanna use your 60 degree wedge and open up the club face at address. In this situation, it might be uh, more useful to use something less lofted and get the ball rolling. There's just less chance for error in that situation. If you can use a nine iron or a pitching wedge and just bump the, just, just put it back in your stance and just bump it a little bit and get it rolling. That can be so much easier to control. I don't know if you remember, but a few years ago, Tiger Woods was really struggling with his short game. You know, some might, might even use the term that he had the yips. I don't know if I would call it that, but he was really struggling. And I remember, I don't remember which tournament it was, but uh, he ended up just taking like a seven iron and just bumping all of his shots around the green. Even from just from like 20 yards off the green, where normally, you know, the, the situation called for a shot where, you know, he would hit a little higher lofted shot. He decided to just bump it around the bunker and just chip it around the bunker and just run it up on the green. So even he in that situation, when things weren't going well, the easier shot for him to play was just a more bump and run. So I want to encourage you, practice those bump and run shots so that then when you get on the golf course, you feel more comfortable keeping the ball down and uh, not having to rely on uh, taking that 60 degree wedge, opening it up and flying it all the way to the hole. One thing that I always used when I play is I always try to imagine landing the ball as close to the front edge of the green as I could. So this, this always helped me with deciding what club to use. So in other words, if I had, uh, if the flag was on the right side of the green and on my approach shot, I pulled my shot and I hit it left of the green, where then I had a bunch of green to work with. Let's just say I had, you know, 40 feet of green to work with and I was a few yards left of the green. Well, in that situation, then I might take a pitching wedge and land it on the very front edge of the green and then let it release that 40 feet all the way to the hole. Where then another scenario is, let's say that same hole, I pushed my shot, my approach shot, and I hit it right of the green, and the flag is tucked on the right side of the green. Then now I've short-sighted myself. Well, now I might need to get that 60-degree wedge. And let's just say I've got about 10 feet of green to work with. 
between the hole and the front and the edge of the green, you know, then I'm going to hit that, that 60 degree wedge and try and land it right on the edge there of the fringe and the green and let it just release those 10 feet to the hole. So that's just something that I always like to visualize. It gives me a good clear picture of where I need to land the ball, which is such a good key, an important thing. When you're chipping, imagine where do I need to land this shot to get it close to the hole? Always keep that in mind. Where do I need to land it? And uh, that can then help you uh, to be more consistent with your shots and improve your skill. If you can start hitting your landing spot, then you can make adjustments based on you know how fast the greens are or how firm the greens are on different courses and things. So I want to leave you with that. Uh, I hope that this segment was helpful to you. I hope that you were able to get learn something from this and take this and apply it to your game this season. Uh, but it's really important to make sure that you take your time when you get to your ball and read your lie. Well, you know, make a game plan on each shot. What what does this lie dictate? You know, what what is this lie giving me? And then from there, I can make a game plan that's most suitable to hitting the ball close to the hole. 